Hello, and welcome back to the Big Issue Podcast. We are finally doing our first live, and I'm going to introduce my two guests today. Well, I'm going to have them introduce yourselves. Go ahead, Jayla. Hi, I'm Jayla. Um, I'm 19. I go to USC, um, and I'm excited to be on this podcast. Thank you. And then we have Jahayla introduce herself. Hi, I'm Jahayla. I'm 21. Um, I'm a student at Claflin University, and I'm excited to be here with y'all. Thank you. So today, we're going to talk about sexism. Sexism is the prejudice, stereotype, and discrimination based on sex. We mostly see this in women, but it can also happen in men. So now I'm going to show a short clip just basically explaining sexism. she's a U.S. Senator, the reason she's a candidate for president, the reason she may be a frontrunner is her husband messed around. Yeah, but- That's how she got to be Senator from New York. We keep forgetting it. She didn't win there on her marriage. She won because everybody felt, my God, this woman um- stood up under humiliation. Mr. Bloom, I sure am glad I'm not married to you. <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. That is one of the more sexist remarks I've heard, and I've been debating people on the air for a long time. I mean, do men really all think that women are just dying to be married to them? Do they all think of us as sex objects? Fox News' Dave Briggs said about the Super Bowl, if you want to yap during the Super Bowl, do it with the ladies in the kitchen. Want you yap, and if you want to yap out in the commercials, go watch it on the other TV with the, the ladies wow. in the kitchen. Because when women talk, it's not discussion, it's not chatting, it's yapping. Because women speaking, by its very nature, is uh, annoying and negative to a man who wants to watch football saying it for months men won't vote for hillary clinton because she reminds them of their nagging wives when barack obama speaks men hear take off for the future and when hillary clinton speaks men hear take out the garbage Okay, and now I'm get, what are y'all thoughts about sexism? Um, I feel like it's a really big issue. Um, you know, you said it happens to both genders, obviously. It is a big issue with women too, though. Like, obviously. Um, it happens a lot. It happens to everyone. It's happened to me. Um, it's just way too common. And it's, I feel like people normalize it so much mm-hmm. to the point where, like, it seems normal. Like, it seems like it's an everyday thing and it's perfectly okay when it's not. It's something that should be talked about and, like, kind of like we should start doing something about it more, start speaking up more instead of just letting it go by because it's so common. Yes, it really needs to be normalized. <laughs> and even um, with 
both sexes being a part of sexism, you still have to realize that a male is going to have more power in the workforce and any other um, things that you may endeavor in. Like, even though you consider yourself as a certain preference, they're going to see male first and they're going to see female first and they're always going to go with the male version before they think about hiring a woman or putting a woman as candidate. Exactly. Because it's crazy how it's been this long and we finally have one female be the vice president. Now, because as we know, this is all rooted to gender stereotypes and everything about going back then way back to the 50s and longer. They always want women to be homemakers in the kitchen, take care of the children and men out working and men are perceived a certain way. They're supposed to be like this and women are supposed to be like that. But that's not how it's supposed to be, especially when it being 2021 and this still being an issue. It shouldn't be like this. Like with pay gaps, it's still that women earn 16% less an hour than men. Y'all have any thoughts on pay gaps or anything you would like to add? Um, I mean, that's, that's awful. I mean, it is true though. Like I've worked at places where, um, I started working there and I got paid a certain amount and like months later, this guy starts working there and he starts off already higher than me. And I'm just like, like, I don't know if it was like, like, I don't know what it was. I don't know how this person, even though I was working there way longer than they have already started off with a higher pay rate than I did. Um, And that's very common and not talked about. Yeah, I've experienced the same thing. I've been working at this store for a very long time. And this new guy, younger than me, less experienced than me, gets a higher job than me. And it's crazy because even women who have a certain management type, they're still going to choose a man over a woman. And that's crazy to me. And one thing I wanted to add about that, a movie that just came out recently that I seen on Netflix that really gave me the whole idea to talk about sexism is called Moxie. And it kind of has like a high school based thing. And it just talks about these girls in high school, how they're getting judged by their bodies and things, you know, dress code. Because I know at Northwestern, Jayla, you remember, they used to be like, oh, we can't wear this type of top. But one person got it on. They don't say nothing about it. Then you have it on. Oh, you got to go to the office. Or either, oh, you cannot wear this shirt with your arms out because it's going to distract boys. How is your arms distracting boys? And why does what I have to wear have to... 
be worried about what men think. So that's the movie. And I'm going to just show a couple clips from the movie. Women. There she goes. There are more of us than them. Breaking the glass ceiling. Lady power. Hey, girls, let me help you out here. Oh, that's okay. We've got it. Okay, just make sure to put the eggs on top. So I shouldn't open up the carton and just dump them all in there? Okay. I'm gonna go wait in the car. Just trying to help. Yeah, I know how to pack my own suitcase. I can pack my own grocery bag. Good morning, mermaids and pirates. What does that mean? I'm being inclusive. But so when they can't be pirates? Are you going to let me get to the rest of the announcements? Or? Of course. Good morning, pirates of any and all genders. How are women portrayed? Well, I think the real question is, why are we still reading this book? It's written by some rich white guy about some rich white guy. And I guess we're supposed to feel bad for him because he's obsessed with the only girl he can have. I mean, if the point is to learn about the American dream, we should be reading about immigrants or the working class or black mothers or at least someone who doesn't already have a mansion. You know what I just realized? The king is worth more than the queen. Why? The queen is the best. Okay, the queen can have children. Look at this king, he looks like an asshole. If pep rallies were for teams who actually won games, they would be doing soccer cheers up in here. Yeah, and maybe the bake sale could buy us new uniforms. We've been told in big ways and in small ways for our whole lives that the achievements of men are much more important than the achievements of women. Well, forget that. Forget that. My hair is not a wig. It's not nappy. It's thick, curly, and it's who I am. And no, you cannot touch it. This seems like a women's issue, and I'm going to respectfully just stay out of it. Seriously? Gosh, this is so convenient for you. You get to just say this is a women's issue, so you don't ever actually have to do anything, right? Mm-hmm, that's fair. Uh, I could do more. I, do you understand I'm in a tight spot? You know what you don't understand? This dress code thing may seem like whatever to you. It may seem like whatever to all of you. But I'd say it's another way to control women. And if you're doing nothing, then you're part of the problem. Where we gonna go? And we all right. Mm. So now we're all college students, and we're planning to different enter different fields. How do you feel about you? Will, how you will handle sexism as you enter your career field? Um. Well, I'm a psychology major. I plan on, you know, trying to go into like therapy and everything. So um, I feel like there need to be more like women therapists in general. Um, Because honestly, like men and women think differently, obviously. And for a woman when you need to talk to someone or you need therapy it's going to be kind of awkward going to another man you know to talk about certain issues that like a man may not understand um 
So I feel like it's important for women to be in that field. Um, we need more women therapists. It's not a lot. Um, especially like, uh, like black women, there need to be more in that field also. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if there'll be like a, uh, competition, like me or this man who gets the job or whatever, but I know like there needs to be more diversity in that field. I think with us being mass comm majors and I'm a marketing minor, so if I potentially potentially um see a career in marketing, then of course there's going to be competition. There's always competition when you go in meetings, there's always competition when you are up for a new position and I think that we as women need to start now like start now just making sure that we have everything together making sure that when we go up in these offices that we hold down everything that we have been taught everything that we have learned everything that we know as women, we got to stand tall in front of these men because right now, I know it's kind of iffy, like everybody is just like kind of like scared to talk about the big issue. But as long as we come together and make a stand front, I think there could be a possible change. I mean, we obviously see change now with our vice president. We got to make sure we keep that train going with these smaller companies and just and in regular regular jobs, just making sure that we as women take a stand for what we want for a better career, for a better life. Yes, I agree with you both. And with me, yes, we're both going into mass comm. It's very competitive, man-driven field. Do you feel, well, do both y'all feel that feminists and other groups are bringing more attention to sexism? Um, yeah, I feel like they are. Um, but I feel like there are certain people in the world who, you know, those old, like, stereotypes of how women should be, um, like, oh, they should stay at home, they should, like, wear certain things and do all that. There are people who still strongly believe that and it's really hard to change their minds on that and even when you like protest and you speak up about it you know you still should do it you should speak up about it it's always good to enlighten people but you know there is there's still going to be those people that um are gonna like i don't know 
be like petty and toxic and just you know like if they are if they disagree with those like type of things because we have seen some changes because now you seem that people are in, living in households both parents work you have stay at home dad so it's changed a little bit but as you said there's still people with those same mindsets want to keep the same way and that's very toxic for women just stay at home and supposedly he wants to be the breadwinner <laughs> and now I'm going to get into men so, but first of all, getting that, do you feel that it affects men or men more? Wait, I'm saying, do you feel like sexism affects women more, men more, or is it equally? Um, I would say it affects women more. Because historically, sexism against women was there way longer. It seems like um, it's like a recent kind of thing that like men, it's sexism is like towards men. Like with women, it's always been there. But I feel like with men, from what I know, from my knowledge, is that uh, men have experienced sexism recently um, with like doing more feminine things um, or what someone would consider feminine. Um, So I think, yeah, I think women kind of experience it more. I mean, regardless of like who the man is, that's already a privilege, like regardless of what they do or how they act, what they believe in, you're a man. So that privilege is already there. I agree because at the end of the day, men are going to feel that women have more opportunities than them. Women are going to feel that men have more opportunities than them. But I personally, men do have, because like you said, women have been like oppressed longer. Like they had the right to vote first, they had everything else. It's been happening for years and years. And but I just wanted to say I didn't know there was like men rights groups like Adam and Mel and other groups like because one supposedly men are trying to get rights for like divorced husbands. I didn't know about that. And one about men achieving liberation equality. So that was interesting fun. Now I'm going to just show a quick clip. As a woman, when I first stepped out on the streets with the ability to understand what the society's gestures, expressions, and underlying tones meant, I realized, man, being a woman is a difficult thing. Go back a few words. Man. Men must have it so easy. That's what I thought. That's what I thought for the longest time with the shackles of misogyny, patriarchy, chauvinism and 10 other jargons we never really deemed important to look up the meaning for. Agreeing to the commonly misinformed, I always thought that men were born with a sense of entitlement in this world. Until now. Until this. Five things we hear growing up. Five things 
society says to men who try to grow up. 1. Men don't cry because women have monopoly over the tears because emotions are just another cover up for weakness. Well, guess what? When Kevin failed in 5th grade, he didn't cry. When Kevin's mother left him, he didn't cry. When Kevin's girlfriend died, he didn't cry. When Kevin committed suicide, he wondered who would cry. 2. All men are dogs. They are animals, praying, looking for their next target, the next woman to lie, cheat, harass, or betray. Well, certainly, because one man or two or twenty lakh men is all it takes to define an entire freaking gender. Because the loyalty, faithfulness, and everything wonderful that a man's best friend is is shoved under the carpet because that one dog couldn't stop humping. Three, be a man," said the father, who was never there. said the alcoholic uncle who couldn't stop staring at the blouse of his neighbor's daughter be a man what an ideal to set for a 13 year old boy who's shaving his non-existent mustache who's experimenting with the protruding parts of his body who's so awkward being around the members of the opposite sex who's struggling to be a teenager in the first place four real men finish last ah because at the end of the day that's all that matters your ability to stop your ability from doing its job so hold it hold it tight masculinity is a word humanity is another so our love care and compassion so maybe a few dear society get over what the first one means to you you'll see what the next few mean to the rest of us five men will be men i say they should be A man should be a man when he sheds his first tear when he cries his eyes out. A man should be a man and not a dog or a pig or any other animal you could possibly generalize. A man should be a man when his father comes home drunk and raises his hand. A man should be a man when his daughter brings home a boy. A man should be a man when he's in bed with the woman he loves, cherishes and appreciates. A man should be a man. And before everything else, a man is a human too. So don't get me wrong. I'm not here trying to change any definitions. This is me trying to fix the misconceptions not for them the society but for me. So the day that I bring home a boy, my father shakes his hand and does not ask for the balance in his bank or what his father does for a living. This one is for all the young girls pretending they have no male friends because their fathers cannot stand the idea that his daughter is safe with them and from them. This one is for all the young men becoming predators forgetting that they were victims first victims of society's norms from the moment they were born so don't get me wrong this is not a debate about feminism or a million other isms this is about unlearning years of conditioning and apathy and instead learning about kindness and empathy We need to liberate our souls from what it is to be a he or a she and see what it is to be you and me. So this time let's make it about humanity. Any thoughts about the clip? Um Hello. Um I thought it was nice. I mean what she was saying was pretty accurate. That is something that guys have to go through, you know, like be a man and guys don't cry and you know stuff like that. Um that is a problem. And I'm glad that that's also a thing that's becoming more um that's being talked about, you know. Um 
normalizing like men doing things that people would consider more feminine things um and like i said there's always going to be those people who um still kind of disagree with it but um we should continue to normalize like just people being people and getting rid of like gender stereotypes in general for girls and guys right and i think us as women if we do end up raising or having young boys we need to start it then and with their fathers we need to let them understand that this needs to happen early in life so that he can grow up and show emotion there's nothing wrong with showing emotion with either sex it actually i think showing emotion shows truth you hide when you hide everything a lot of lies particularly come out so i think starting everything young and educating those who don't know is a very great thing and like you said it's becoming a big issue now and i think people are um coming into at least trying to become more in tune with their emotions like even with tv shows like people would say that the office wouldn't work in today's society because they they get into sexism and you know they joke about it and they talk about it but now it's like no you can't say that so i'm glad that it is becoming the issue because you know it it brings the truth out in everybody Because it's basically like society is trying to make people fit into these norms of what is normal, and that's not. And as we currently try to change them, it's always something to set it back, or it has to be a confrontation or everything for us for stuff just to be the what's the word I'm looking for for just stuff to be the right way and everything be so we can all live in equally, everything be the mm-hmm. same, like. Because right now in the world, there's only six countries that have equal rights for women and men. And it's only Belgium, Denmark, France, Lviv, I can't say that one, but Lviv, I can't say that one, even Luxembourg and Sweden. And it's crazy. And U.S. is not one of them. And we don't know how long it's going to be before we are one of them. As a society, what do we need to do to change the norm and things about sexism so down the line this will not be a problem? Um, well, for one, I think we should speak up 
that's probably the most important thing. Um, speaking up about one little incident, like if you see, if you witness something happening or someone's experience like sexism or something, or someone's getting harassed about something, um, it's good to speak up because that can change like a lot, a lot more than you think than just sitting back watching it happen. Um, and it happens all the time. Um, you know, it can be like really large and it can be small or whatever, but regardless, it's important to speak up. Um, like it happened to me at work the other day. I was um, talking to a customer and he was just talking about how uh, he didn't like the mask because, um, you know, he couldn't breathe well in them. And I was just like, yeah, I don't like the mask either. Um, but, you know, we have to wear them because um, it gives me like acne and stuff. <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, don't worry. I'm sure the boys will still think you're pretty. I'm just like, wow. I'm like, what does that have to do with me getting acne because of the mask? Like, I don't care about that. I didn't like. I don't care what the guy thinks I'm pretty or not. It's just like, it's just stuff like that. And it's like, people really think like that. Like, and we should speak up more about it. So people will know, like, you know, how to treat someone like a person and not just based on if they're a girl or a guy and the stereotypes. <clears throat> <laughs> Jahela, you have anything you want to add? Um, yeah. Like she said, just as we go along and we just need to educate everybody. I think that um like I said before, educate and it also starts when you're young so we need to educate our younger boys on how to treat women and we need to educate our men to educate their boys and themselves how to treat women in the workplace and just on a regular basis I agree everything everyone said. I want to thank y'all for coming on my podcast. Of course. Ooh, <laughs> that was good. Y'all talked about some good stuff. And I want to thank everyone for watching. I'm going to have this episode up either sometime today or tomorrow. And also, I'm going to leave the link on Facebook for y'all to get on the other pages and the link to the podcast. So thank y'all for watching. And this is the end of the big issue. Y'all have a great night. You too.